you show up as a power player in business? Well, you wear power, power clothes, of course. So what are considered power pieces, power clothes that you can wear to look more powerful and confident when you show up in business? Oh, stay right there because I'm going to share all of that in just a minute. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. Thank you for showing up for one more episode, episode 90 of Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm actually kind of thrilled to be on this topic today of power clothes because I get this question all the time from my clients who are entrepreneurs in business for themselves or professionals who are always wanting to show up in business looking more powerful and confident. So today we're going to discuss all of that. But before I get started, I want to say thank you to my super awesome producer, Rick Moscoso, who's always in the production room making this show run seamlessly. So thank you for being here. There he is popping his head. Maybe he'll make an appearance or two today live. Um, thank you for being here as well to the Virtual Nation and Waste Up Wardrobe uh, community. Know that we are on multiple platforms. We're on uh, social media in the form of Instagram and Facebook as we stream here through Facebook every Thursday at 11.30 live so that we can have an interaction and a dialogue with our community. And we are on iTunes, so you can actually listen to us if you're walking down the beach or you don't have time to actually watch the show, but you want to listen to the content of the show. Um, many people have reported that they take their walks and listen to the show. So download on iTunes, rate us and review us if you like. And um, we are also on um, you know, on Spotify and some other platforms. So they're all listed there, right there with the icons where Rick put them up. Um, so, you know, we are always trying to bring you this content and information so that you show up super professionally on Zoom in the uh, professional world, putting your best face forward, or even when you're now in person. So whether you're in a hybrid office or you exclusively work online, or if you exclusively are now back to working in person, know that we have um, all the information you need to show up looking your best and most professional. So put comments. Let me let me hear what you have to say. I really would love this to be a dialogue. I'd love to know what your thoughts are on many of the things that we're going to discuss today. And if you have any questions, so let's just dive right in. You know, I've expressed this many times in the past. Waste of Boredom Show is designed to be a library of information that you can go and select whatever topic is relevant to you in that moment, whether it's about what colors to wear on camera, what to wear, what not to wear, what the power pieces are that you should wear to show up confidently in, in the workforce, uh, mindset, how do you get that right mindset? 
to be translated through the camera, makeup, hair. We really have covered so many different topics. And I'm going to tell you, we're not going anywhere because we have so many more topics to cover that are relevant and current and that will bring you some information on how to be your best professional self. So let's talk a little bit about power clothes, okay? Now, I was prompted to do the show because so many people set, tell, ask me questions like, <clears throat> you know, does long hair lend the same gravitas to your professional world? I mean, do you show up with that same seriousness in the professional world that you would if you had short hair? Um, you know, can I wear a pink blazer and still look professional and be taken seriously? Questions like, you know, if I'm an ultra feminine um, lady, is it okay for me to wear ruffles and tie, bow ties and things like that that are a little bit more feminine? So there's all these questions that bubble up around how do we show up professionally? And Caroline Cecil is here and she likes the earrings and so do I. You know, we're all about statement earrings here. Um, and uh, statement earrings are a great way to put your best face forward. So thank you for the comment, Caroline. And we'll talk a little bit about that as it comes to showing up in those power pieces and whether or not, you know, statement earrings actually really work for that. Um, so um, the answer to that, the general answer is it depends, but we're going to unpack that a little bit more um, down through the show. So why, so the, this topic is truly worthy of discussion because I think there's some confusion about what is appropriate for business first, and then what actually will make you look like you are a power player in business, especially when it comes to women in business. I mean, gentlemen also have their own dress code to show up looking professional and dominating in the business world. But it seems to me as though women have more of the questions because there's all these gray areas. And the reason there's these gray areas is because we have more options of what we can wear and what we can't wear. You know, we can wear pastels and get away with it. We can wear bold colors. We can wear the, the neutrals, the darks, the blacks, the navies. Um, and we have so many options at our disposal. We can wear jewelry and accessorize in that way, whereas men really have more limited accessories. So the question tends to really brew more for the female entrepreneur. And remember, we are expressing ourselves in the way we show up in the business world. And so that's why it's really important. The way you show up matters because people will receive you in a certain way and will make those judgment calls because that's just human nature, right? So what, what are those um, clothes that qualify as power clothes? Well, I've compiled a list for you. And um, I want to just say that it's so there's clothes that give you that feeling of, you know, I love that word gravitas, right? To being taken seriously uh, when you walk into a room and you are, you know, you're the, you know, you're the main player or one of the main players, your, your outfit should complement that, right? So the number one power piece, I believe wholeheartedly, no matter what profession you're in, is a great structured blazer. Okay, so wearing a blazer in any industry instantly up levels your credibility. And it's interesting because people sometimes will go, well, I'm, I'm a, like a hairstylist. Why would I ever need to wear a blazer? And so that's a really good question, right? If you're in your day-to-day, -day, you're working on clients, you probably wouldn't wear a blazer. But let's say you went to a hairstylist convention. Say you're launching a book. Um, 
as a hairstylist. Well, wearing that blazer will give you the authority and the credibility that is required to 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 kind of translate to the public that you know what you're talking about and you've really dominated this industry. If that's the impression you want to give, an easy, great structured blazer is the way to do it. Of course, there's always that two-piece suit, right? Many professionals in the legal world and the accounting world and high-end corporations, the high-level CEOs, they know that that two-piece suit is a really important piece. And the blazer is as well. And you don't have to have like a matching suit to have a great look and one that looks very professional. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as well. So remember, just owning a blazer can be such a great way to up-level your um, your look and show up professionally. And Rick put up this picture of exactly what a blazer does. I mean, you look at this photo and you see her standing, you know, grounded uh, with her hands crossed because she's in charge. And, you know, we got the little cape in the back there to show how Wonder Woman she is. But truly, when you are wearing a blazer, you actually feel that confidence and it comes through. And it is the simplest way to really show up in a great, powerful, strong way as a female business owner, CEO, entrepreneur, professional in whatever industry you're in. So here's the other tip. Tip number two is about choosing darker colors. So, you know, uh, many times I'll have people ask me, they'll say, um, you know, is it okay for me to wear a pink suit in business? And um, and that kind of really depends, right? It depends what you're trying to accomplish. If you are in an industry like the legal field um, or you're a high-level CEO in a big company, um, a pink suit might be viewed as less than powerful. You're better off with like a red suit, actually. Um, but it doesn't mean you can never wear a pink suit. It just depends on what the setting is. If you are somebody who's in an industry that is a little bit more um, casual, a little bit more um, like in the fun industries, like, you know, in the styling world, in the, you know, beauty and fashion world, then that could really be a great choice. But in the traditional sense, like if you're in a traditional office where you are a CEO, you're trying to command the respect of so many of your peers, you're giving a presentation, darker clothes really do the trick, right? And it just automatically projects this feeling of authority. If you're wearing a black suit, if you're wearing a dark charcoal suit, a dark burgundy, a navy, those colors really automatically will project this feeling of authority. So gravitate more towards the darker clothes because that will really help um, establish you as an authority figure and give you that, you know, that grounded um, confidence that you want to be seen as. So the third thing I want to discuss is sort of use, wearing solid colors. That's different than dark colors, right? We talk about, I mean, dark colors are very specific. It's the blacks and the grays and maybe the browns and the navies and a dark burgundy, and, um, you know, maybe even a hunter green. Those are dark colors. And they're also solid colors. But you can, you, the idea of wearing solids versus patterns if you want to be dominating, if you want to show up strong, is probably a good idea. You know, showing up in a solid navy dress as a female business owner is different than showing up in a floral dress. 
it has a little bit more of a commanding um, presence. And here's why. I feel as though, and yeah, Rick, if you can put up that picture um, that you were just about to. So uh, we have this female entrepreneur. She's dressed in a charcoal gray one-piece dress, very professional, very confident looking. Um, you know, the thing with a pattern, if she were to substitute that for a pattern, it gets distracting. And if you want to be talking to somebody, giving a presentation, being taken um, you know, seriously, like you're a confident, powerful um, business owner, you're better off in a solid color uh, because then the florals or the uh, you know, paisleys or stripes or whatever tend to be a little bit distracting and they'll take away from the message and that feeling you want to express. So I, I wonder if that is resonating with anybody. But if you know, if you stand, if you just take a minute to think about that, I think you'll realize that, you know. We kind of have to implement some of these tricks and hacks in the business world, especially if we're making a first impression. So solid colors are the way to go in business. The other thing is, you know, avoiding this idea of dandling details. And what I mean by that is, and you know, I am all into the detail. I love layered designs and layered looks when it comes to clothes. I love ruffles and ties and all those things. But again, if you don't want to be distracting, if you want to command the attention of the room that you're in to show up powerfully, you want to avoid some of these little details, like, you know, little ruffles are hanging or details or uh, roughly sleeves. Those tend to be distracting again and can take away from the command and the attention you want to get when you're addressing peers or being in a group, right? So they just tend to be a little bit too fussy. People get distracted by it. Their eye kind of goes to that instead of your message. And you want to really stick to sharp, fine lines of the tailored suit, of the structured blazer, <clears throat> and avoid um, some of these distracting things. <clears throat> so the other idea when it comes to powerful dressing is dressing more formal than most people. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you're in an office where people tend to be a little borderline conser um, casual, then you want to veer a little bit more into the formal arena, like dressing one notch up above the casualness of the office, because that lends a little bit more command. So, you know, they always say you can never be overdressed. And it's kind of true in business. If you are a leader in the company, if you want to command more respect and more confidence, gain more confidence and show up in a way that people receive you in that way, then dressing in a way that's a little bit more formal than the rest of your peers will get you that. So I just want to for a minute, you know, ask Rick, because this is all like more of the female perspective. And, and I know that Rick, you were in the corporate world. And I just want to hear how this, these ideas um, are translating to you. And from a, a male perspective, you know, what was it that in the corporate world you felt was sort of that power piece, right? Um, can you shed some light on that a little bit? And, you know, this idea of, you know, structured blazer, of course, men are all like, they're really great about having a great sharp suit. But what are your thoughts on that, Rick? Are you, um, are you ready to make an, are you there to make an appearance for us on camera? Uh, I'm here to make an audio appearance. Okay, that will do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you know, working in corporate, they're automatically when somebody dresses like that, um, 
like what you just described, there's, there's a feeling, there's a subconscious feeling automatically of respect and they have command of the room, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, 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 it's just the look that, that automatically puts your mind that, okay, she's can, she or he in the way they're dressed is, is in command of, of the topic that we're going to talk about today. And so, um, you know, that's what, that's what I've found. And, and I've, I've seen it myself, um, dressing that way Yeah, is that you automatically gain the respect of the room. If you are dressed, dressed professionally, maybe slightly up leveled above what the rest of the crowd is. Um, it, it does make a difference for sure. Yeah, and it kind of takes the guessing guessing out of it, right? If you don't know what you're stepping into to dress um, your best, to dress that ultra professional, take it up a notch, will never hurt. Don't you agree? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if it's uh, you know, if if the guy, I, I I work I work mostly with with guys. There were a few ladies, but uh, around the conference table, if the guys were there uh, with with a, a shirt. Um, sometimes with, with, sometimes with tie, we were, we were kind of dress up casual, so we didn't always have to wear a tie, but if they were in there with a shirt and I had, and it was my meeting, I would dress in a, you know, a shirt open collar, but I would have a blazer on, you know, mm-hmm. uh, unlike mm-hmm. everybody else. And so, um, um, I always remember, and I can't remember who, who taught me that or where I learned it from, but I just always remember, you just want to, you want to dress one notch better than, than your audience. Yeah. So that's like a key thing, right? I mean, if you don't know what to wear walking into a new situation or a corporate event or a networking event or something like that, the best thing to do is really to pull out your best stuff, right? And to dress in your sharpest suit. Yeah. Even if it's, I mean, even if it, we were in business suits, <clears throat> I would always just take that little detail and just put a pocket square in my pocket. And something simple as that would make you kind of stand out. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, so the next thing I wanted to talk about is sort of this, the fewer distractions, the better, right? This is, this is when it comes to accessorizing, especially for women, right? Because, um, and here's, there's like, this is sort of, there's no actual rules, but some of the guidelines that I want to highlight is if you are an CEO in a high level position, the less accessories you wear, the more commanding you will come off. That's just the truth, right? I happen to love a lot of accessories, but I'm in an industry where accessorizing is part of the work that I do. So it's kind of appropriate to do it. So what you need to do is sort of this litmus test, right? If you are um, a CEO in a high level company, you're comp- competing with, you know, men and women at high levels, you want to take away a lot of distractions. So simpler, smaller pieces of accessory and maybe minimizing the accessory is sort of the way to go. And here's the thing, honestly, personally, I feel like you should wear whatever you want <laughs> and you should be able to wear, if you want to wear big earrings with your suit, you should be able to wear it. But the reality is people are making just judgments about us at, every step of the way. And in the conservative world, especially in those CEO positions, they tend to be, you know, wearing big jewelry, 
wearing too much of it, wearing things that have a lot of detail will tend to be distracting for that type of industry. And so that's why you want to veer away from it, especially if you want to play it safe, if you're just stepping into a new community, if you're making a presentation and making a first impression. So you want people to focus, of course, not on your accessories, but on what you're saying. And I'm going to just say, because that kind of goes against everything that I personally do, but again, I'm in an industry where people, where I, you know, I sell accessories. I am an industry where people do accessories and they play with accessories. So that is appropriate for what I do. Might not necessarily be appropriate for a high level executive in a company that's about to, you know, launch, do a big launch or go into, to, to, to ask for funding from, um, from a resource or something like that. So that's, sort of the, the the balancing act that you have to think about when you're thinking about what do I wear for a certain place, a certain setting, a certain kind of profession. You really always have to align it with the profession and the brand that you're trying to express. And another thing, so this is sort of uh, the seventh point I want to make because I've been through a few, but this is the seventh point I want to make. And that is emphasizing, it's really important to, to focus on quality, right? So if you're, you're, you know, if you're buying your clothes, they're, they're quality tailored clothes to your figure, that can, that can make a big great impression, right? Because you can tell with quality clothes that they're fit, they fit right, they're structured to your body, they make you look sharp, and that's really a big deal. And that could be an easy way to really show up looking confident and dominating in your industry. So invest in the quality clothes, the quality suits, the quality fabrics that will really get you um, that command and present of the presence that you want to create. And don't be afraid to do some color contrasting. Yes, solids are great. Yes, you don't want to be too distracting, but it's okay to take a great burgundy blazer and pair it with like a white colored shirt so you have some contrast. Um, and I, I don't know if we, I think we have another picture. So you see this picture right here of um, a female entrepreneur. She's wearing her black blazer with a contrasting red shirt very professional, very commandeering. And, and that is totally a great way to go. So you don't always have to be in the black on black on black. You don't always have to be in the black with the white crisp white shirt. You can mix it up. You can wear a great blue blazer with a great yellow contrasting mustard color um, blouse underneath it and have a really, really great professional look. So don't be afraid of the contrasting colors to spice it up a little bit and veer away from that uniform, right? That it seems like it should be, right? The black suit, the navy suit, the, you know, the traditional stuff. You can mix it up a little bit with some of these contrasting colors. And, you know, the, the, the next thing I want to talk about is that comfort trumps everything, really. Um, so if you're in shoes that are uncomfortable, it's actually going to show up in your face. You're going to you're going to express discomfort in the way you're talking. If you're wearing clothes that are too tight, that's going to come off. It's really going to show in the way that you're expressing yourself in the way that you're talking. So you want to always make sure that you're pri prioritizing comfort. So even you're, though you're in a structured suit, make sure it's comfortable. Even though you're wearing, you know, pumps that are professional and appropriate, make sure they're comfortable and that you can sit in them and walk in them and stand in them, right? So all those things are really important. Um, you want to make sure comfort, comfort is totally key. Uh, and 
you know, we start, we were talking about comfort, we're talking about quality, but fit. If in real estate, location, location, location is the most important thing. With clothes, it's about fit, fit, fit. You need to have good fitting clothes. If you're wearing clothes that are too large for you, it's going to look sloppy. And even though I think as women, we tend to wear clothes a little bit too big for us, we think, oh, it's more flattering. But actually, it will look too sloppy. So make sure the fit is right. Um, and and when I talk about, you know, not going too big, also don't go too small because then it becomes tight and then it becomes uncomfortable, right? So that other rule of make sure comfort, comfort is key and make sure you pay attention to that. But again, big clothes, wrinkly clothes, that would be not good and it wouldn't give a really good impression. So a couple last things I want to talk about, two other key things are important when it comes to showing up powerfully, is it's important to always be well-groomed. And what I mean by that, hair, makeup, um, if you're a gentleman, shaving and making sure that you're clean shaven is really, really important. Um, You know, you want to have maybe pick a formal hairstyle that works for you and um, just make sure it's neat and tidy um, because that alone will make a big impression. If you are walking in with, you know, hair that maybe your roots are showing, you haven't groomed it, um, your, 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 your hair hasn't been combed or brushed or, um, you know, isn't um, well-groomed, it's not going to make a good impression. So it's really important to really be well-groomed in the hair and the makeup, putting in a a little bit of effort with makeup. And it doesn't have to be a ton of makeup, you know. Um, There's this controversy over, is red makeup, red lipstick okay when you're a high-level executive? My opinion, yes, because it actually makes you look awake and happy and it actually can be very uh, strong and powerful. Um, you know, if you lean more conservative, then you probably would be away from the bright, bright red, maybe more of a deeper red or a mixture of colors where you get nice cherry red, but red is perfectly fine. And again, I am a true believer in that if you can own it, if you walk in and you're confident about it, then it, your confidence will show. It's when you walk in and you're not sure about it. So if you're wearing red lipstick and you just are, you're kind of like covering your mouth, you're not sure, that's going to come off as not confident and that will be counterproductive to really wanting to be powerful and confident. But if you can wear your bright colored lipstick confidently, then do it because it's important to kind of enhance your features when it comes to makeup, a little bit of blush, um, your lipstick, an eyeliner and a lash are really important um, because it, it just shows that you care about your grooming and that you, um, that, and it looks good. It enhances your feature, makes features and makes your face really be the focal point, which is where you're expressing yourself from. And, um, and that is really key because you want people to focus on what's coming, what you're saying and what your message is. It just that, it's just that makeup can play a really key role in adding to your power look. So don't really, don't ignore that as important. It is important. And it's, um, it, it really can make you look alive and lively and help you convey a message in a really powerful way. So um, I want to just wrap up this top 12 ideas that we talked about with this idea about hair. I had this question once come to me about, does long hair look less serious and less professional? In other words, does it lend itself to less gravitas in business? Um, and that's such an interesting question because 
As a woman who likes to have long hair, I, you know, I wonder, is that something that if I walked into a whole suite of executives, will they take me less seriously because I have longer hair? And some people believe that that is correct, that would, that long hair does not come off as serious and as professional, um, especially if you're in a super high conservative arena of work. So back to this line of work, right? If you're in a line of work that is in the fashion, beauty industry, um, in the you know blogging industry, then having long hair can be completely dominating and styling it appropriately can really add to your um, the way you show up. Maybe if you're a lawyer, then gathering it back in a ponytail or um, a low bun or just kind of finding a way to gather it would be the better way to go. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to always have a short hairstyle to be taken seriously. So this is, again, something, you know, if you carry your long hair with confidence, then go for it. Um, if you're not sure, if you feel like it is impacting the way people are reacting to you, then gathering in a ponytail or um, maybe cutting it a little bit less than you would rather when you than you would have it might be the way to go. Um, so that's kind of like the million dollar question. That's still kind of, um, something I think about a lot because so many people ask about that. They ask, does having long hair make me be taken less seriously? And I think that's a question I'll constantly be pondering because I kind of refuse to agree with it. And I think that, um, if you feel your best with longer locks, then you should be able to wear it and still be taken seriously. So you know, we'll just say that that's still to be determined, right? Depending on the arena of work you're in and on whether or not you can carry it with confidence without showing that it's making you um, a little bit, you know, less confident than you should be. So, you know, just to round up our top 12 ideas of looking powerful, what are those power pieces? What is that list of things you should consider when you're trying to show up powerfully and dominating in business? One, a blazer. It's the easiest way to up-level your credibility is throw a blazer on. Choose darker colors in business because that is a sure way to, you know, not go wrong. And solid colors are ideal, right? Wearing a pattern, florals, paisley, stripes, will tend to be a little distracting, distracting, which might take away from your message and what you're trying to convey. Avoid dandling details if you can, and be more formal than your peer. Be more form formal than others in your environment, and that will instantly be able to help you up-level your, um, your looks. You know, and don't over-accessorize because that can be distracting. I can't emphasize enough the quality of the of the pieces you wear, the quality of the fabrics, the structured ability. Cheaper fabrics tend to be less structured and they look a little bit more sloppy. So having sort of the quality fabrics, a few suits and great quality fabrics can really, um, you know, um, go a long way. Adding contrasting colors can be a fun way to spice up the wardrobe. So red, uh, red blouses under darker suits, yellow under blue, some of those kind of uh, colors that can really contrast each other and pop and make you look um, commandeering. Um, comfort is key. Remember that. And fit, fit, fit is everything. Always be well-groomed. And as far as hair goes, 
wear the hairstyle that makes you feel the best because I truly believe that if you show up in what makes you feel the best, then you can't go wrong with your confidence and your confidence will show through. Uh, but the question still lingers, does long hair make us as women be taken less seriously? Hmm, I don't know. My opinion is I'll wear my long hair and I'll just kind of, you know, uh, dominate with that because I know I'm most confident with my long hair. And so that's that's how I feel about that. So the Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up in a Nutshell is, the first takeaway is, remember, confidence actually comes from within. So if you are super comfortable in what you're wearing, then you will you will show that confidence. And Kristen just tuned in. Kristen, we had this amazing conversation about power pieces in business. And we're doing our wrap-up right now. And the main takeaway is fit, fit, fit. Fit is the most important thing. When you're wearing clothes, they have to fit you well so that you can be commandeering. A tip to take away is really think about what, um, what is, you know, what do you have in your closet that are those darker solid colors that can help you show up with authority and, um, and, and wear those first, and then you can start playing with sort of contrasting colors and so forth tools. This, this episode is a really great tool. Take these 12 piece, 12, um, items I just outlined as your checklist and use it to really understand better what you can select from your own closet to um, to wear to wear and show up confidently and powerfully in business. And finally, an action item. Go see what you already have that qualifies of these 12 items I just talked about. See what you're already doing. See what already qualifies and start putting those into action and see how people are receiving you. So just experiment and play dress up. And you know what? And you know, dressing up and styling yourself and developing your style and your signature style is a journey. What you used to like in your 20s is not what you like in your 30s and it will certainly not be what you like in your 40s and 50s and beyond. So remember, your style is always evolving. So just kind of play with it and take it lightly and take these tips and make them work for you. And there you have it, the Waste Up Wardy Weekly Wrap-Up. And I will see you here next Thursday at 11.30 live, where we'll bring you another great show. And if you're so inclined, invite a guest. 